The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers, other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. The sound is good. That's what's important. As long as the sound is good. This is iHeart. They're com- they concerned about the sound more than the, the look. Okay. So thank you guys for joining us today here on Laugh and Learn. Where you at, um, LH? We appreciate you guys joining us. It, it has been a week for me, you all. I had a um, very bad sinus infection that turned into something else. And uh, we just been under siege over here in my house. But 
everybody is getting better, including myself. I know y'all been missing me from social media, but I needed that break because I needed to heal and get better. And sometimes that break is just what, what is needed to get your mind right because social media can be draining. Taking on everybody else's livelihood and responsibility can be a very, very draining. And I didn't want to be drained. I wanted to work. I need my energy. I got stuff to do. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you. We missed you. And uh, hopefully I will be able to bring, bring my partner in in a second. Well, hello, hello. Well, hello, my baby. Hello, my Lauren Hogan. My phone says buffering. Lord Jesus, I, I didn't drop my phone. Hold on. Oh, see, iPhone, iPhone. No, I dropped it. It ain't got nothing to do with the technology. <laughs> uh, it's because it's an iPhone. Let me let me just have my moment. Can I have my moment, please, Lauren? Thank you very much. Honey, you gotta come up off the iPhone and just join us, honey. That's all. Oh my God! It looked like I'm gonna have to do a whole lot of things I ain't want to do in a minute. Ooh! <laughs> I miss you, and I have missed you. How are you? Um, I'm good. I just want to, you know, it's been a lot going on. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody, you know, that reached out and sent so much, um, you know, positive energy and condolences. And what, um, it's been a trip, but, um, I am a very private person, so I don't want to talk about, you know, what I've been going through on, you know, here, that's not what Life and Learn is for. But I just want to say that um, I really, truly appreciate everybody that reached out. I know I didn't get back to everybody. I was very overwhelmed. But thank you. I love you guys. appreciate you. So, yeah. Mm. Well, you know we were praying for you. And we're glad you're on the other side, Lauren Hogan. Okay. So, outside of that... Thank you for the uh, the next gig that's coming up on the on the 30th for HF. I appreciate that. And you got a big gig coming up on the 1st. What you got coming up? I do. I do. So we have a concert with Christina Aguilera and Jennifer Hudson on December the 1st at the Forum. So I have been um, really crazy busy trying to get everything together for that. But um, it's going to be a great concert. It's free and it's sold out. So... No, I don't have any more tickets left. It is sold out. But, yeah, that's my last major project, and I'm going to go on vacation for a little bit. So. You deserve it. Oh, my God, do you deserve it. I, would, I, think, I, I think so, too. It's been a while. Yeah, I would tell you take me with you, but don't take me on the vacation, girl. I'm going to work. I've been off for a couple of weeks. I'm going to work, but I'm feeling better it's now. vacation, honey. I'm, I'm, I'm unplugging my laptop. It's not a real vacation. Don't, don't be fooled. You know that, so you know me. Mm -hmm. I know your boss. He ain't gonna. He know he not gonna play with you. So thank you, Flame S, for joining us today. We're gonna cover a couple of things. You know, a lot of things have interesting things have happened in the news. Uh, I would say this week, but I'm gonna say this this morning. Good God! So, Lauren, I want you to take the lead. I'm I'm back, but I'm not at 100 capacity. But I'm still here, and I'm ready to laugh and talk a little smack and see what I can learn and teach. Well, I mean, I know this. There's a lot of heavy stuff happening in the media. So I think we can start light and fun and then we can kind of get into um, some of the craziness that's happening in the country. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to ask you, I realized we can talk about watching the American Music Awards last night. You know what, Lauren? I started off watching the red carpet event and the setup and I had took an ambient and yep. 
And then Cardi B was watching me. She was making money moves while I was sleeping. I did see some of the costume changes because that's what I really wanted to watch. I wanted to see how the stylists had put her together. I love the way they put Cardi B together. So some of the stuff I like, but let me just say this personally, and I'm not, this is no hateration or any of that. You know how sometimes you can try to so hard to kill that you overthink it? I think she overshot it with a couple of those outfits, but she was still fun. She looked a little nervous, but she still... Yeah, I thought some of them was just a little over the top. Just a little... Yeah. That's how she is, though. Would you expect anything else from Cardi B? Well, absolutely not. I want to... I think it was some of the head pieces. It wasn't the clothes. I think it was like, okay, maybe two head pieces. But then after that, I was like, uh, okay, enough, enough. But she looked incredible. They had her so painted and lovely. And I didn't get a chance to see anything. But I thought the after clips of the BTS boy. I like those little Asian boys. Those little Asian, I couldn't understand. I probably wouldn't understand one word they said to me. But those are some cute little Asian boys. You know, I got to tell you, they performed, um, I forgot what the band that they performed with, but it wasn't like, I just, maybe because I'm just not like, a, I'm an old soul at heart, you know what I mean? And I like really value artist creativity and, you know, how songs are constructed and built. I was very underwhelmed by them. I was like, eh. you know, they didn't really do it for me. But again, I'm not their age demo, so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Who did you, did you enjoy J-Lo? Um, I kind of skipped over her performance. I will say J-Lo's voice is is great. You know what I mean? I feel like at the beginning of her, of her career, you know, people were talking about how she could sing. J-Lo can sing. She really can. People need to, like, come up off her. She can sing. J-Lo getting her um, paper. Um, she's great. She, she actually performed at the um, Rock and Roll um, Hall of Fame. She did a TV. Tina Turner tribute was introduced to her, but I thought that she was phenomenal. And then Kane Brown performed at a uh Oh Boy School. Your son's a school that he's currently at, TSU. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was the American Music Awards this year to me, the demographics were very young. It was very it was very for a very young audience, Lauren. It was a very young audience, the uh, the demographic, like you said. It was the the entire show was a young show to me. Does that make me old or yeah? Is that making me old because they were young? No comment. No, I'm just oh. no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think it was that at all. I don't think it has to do with age. I just think it has to do with like what you like. Because I didn't like I said, BTS didn't do it for me. So, but those kids in the audience were going crazy for them. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a different appreciation for music i don't know people love those uh those little asian boys people baby my daughters go crazy when they see them little asian boys i'm like well what are they talking about i don't know i'm like oh okay they're just pretty to look at <laughs> okay. i'm like oh okay. well what are they singing about i don't know yeah. they're just pretty to look at there is a privilege to being pretty i will say uh yeah no but i will say that uh new kids on the block and new edition performed together that was something i was not expecting Oh, and Bobby Brown. They brought Bobby Brown old butt out. On the block. Yeah. Well, and he stayed. Well, you know, he had some breaks. Because, you know, Bobby's just tired. So he had some breaks. So he was able to do the whole show. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite American Music Awards is probably Diana Ross hosting in 81 or 82 or something like that. When she changed every commercial. Cardi was cute with her looks. But Diana Ross changed every commercial. The status of a true diva. 
Of course. Of course, but of course your preference is Diana Ross. That's a little biased. Knock it off. Knock it off and knock it off, Lauren Hogan. <laughs> you know that's my diva now. Let, let, let me have what I have. Yeah, it was good. But um, on to a further, we're not going to stay on long because I, I am not at 100% capacity with my voice. So I don't want to put too much strain on it right now. But uh, I want to thank everybody just like Lauren for the well wishes because I was down. I had a sinus infection that turned to something else. And thank you guys for being patient and just waiting for me to come back. I, I needed the time. I actually needed the time away from social media. I didn't realize how impactful social media is on your on your mental status. It's so draining that you take on everybody else's everything. I take on everybody's everything and get passionate about it sometimes, even though I try to do it jokingly. I didn't realize how much detriment it was doing to me. But I'm back now, and we're going to talk about what is happening in this America. This America. So are we going there, or do you want to start off? Uh, well, let's start off with Friday. I, I taped for CNN, so I was back working Friday. And we covered a hodgepodge of topics, including politics and music and, you know, what's happening in the world. And, of course, we touched on the LGBT stuff and all of that, com and comedians and what, what, I, what movies I was watching. It was a really, really great interview. It lasted for about an hour and 20 minutes. I'm excited for it, got, for it to drop because Lauren will know before I do because they email her. And uh, I'm excited for you guys to see it. I, w I couldn't be Flame Monroe because I didn't have the energy to have my pop, pop, pop. But what it did made me do was sit still and speak clearly and get all get it all out. So I'm excited for you guys to see all the subjects that we covered. We did talk about the president, Joe Biden. And my opinion on Joe Biden right now is oh, stop long before you give. I see you ready. I am I am very disappointed with Joe Biden right now because I've realized that Joe Biden, we as black people, we helped Joe Biden accomplish a dream that he wanted his whole life, which was to be the president of the United States. I'm just waiting for him to pay us back, which he did say that he was going to. But as of yet, he has not. And it seems like everybody else is getting bills passed and laws are being made and things are happening. And Joe Biden will not be the president again because of not not just because of age he will not win again in this america and you owe us and i'm holding your feet to the fire for you to pay us you owe us the lynching act right bills to be passed you owe us more more fair treatment in this country and i'm if you have to push ex an executive order i'm tired of hearing he can't get past the senate he can't get past the congress trump did whatever he wanted to, to do with executive orders if you have to put down executive order, then that so be it, because you will not be the president again. So it's going to be interesting to see how I, I have even flipped my my mindset on. Yeah, you owe us, pay us, and this is not got this has nothing to do with a crutch. You owe us, pay us. Well, I I've been saying this for you know. But you I have, now, you so have. I, you come to the other side. Welcome, we welcome you. I think. The issues that I have, and I think almost like what's going to be the nail in his coffin is his statement that he put out after the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict came down and him basically, instead of understanding that there is a serious uh, racism element within the justice system, instead of him 
recognizing that considering all of the um, elements that were around Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, granted, he didn't necessarily shoot anybody that was black, but he also he intentionally went to a Black Lives Matter protest with a gun with the intent to kill. I don't care what the verdict is. That's the facts of the situation. And for Joe Biden to put out a statement and say the jury system works and we need to respect the law is him exuding so much white privilege from what his experience is being a white man in America. It was just, it was highly insensitive and very disrespectful at the end of the day. And Kamala Harris came out and she actually made a statement that said, you know, this is just a testament that there's still more work that needs to be done. Absolutely agree with her. But the problem is, I think she's remained silent on so many pertinent issues that's happening in America right now. Her opinion at this point in time is almost being, um, it's not being respected by the American people anymore. And that's the problem. So I think almost she's going to have a situation of being guilt, guilty by association if she ever chooses to run for office and become the president. Uh, wants to run for president of the United States. So that's my issue. And I agree with everything that you're saying, Flame. Joe Biden forgot that black people got him elected. Yeah. That's the problem at the end. Yeah. Yeah, he would not have won without us, and we came out in droves. And he would, and they have changed the the, the voting rights laws in so many different states now. So even if we wanted him to win again, we probably we are probably not even in position to to help him win because they've changed so many laws, and he has done nothing about it. And I'm sorry, I'm very disappointed with President Joe Biden. I am. I need him to fix this. And on top of that, his um, his ratings have gone down, I think, almost like 20% now. He's in the decline. And honestly, transparently, I got a little bit of issue with my sore war, too, because what they did around the governor's race in West Virginia, I don't agree with their strategy. There was a young black woman that was a candidate that the community wanted to elect. But once again, the Democratic Party went with strategy over listening to what the people actually wanted they lost that race and that's what's going to continue to happen they're just the republican party doesn't listen to us they have their own agenda and they're on the same page we know that and that agenda is white supremacy we know that mm. but the democrats don't listen to what people want and that's the problem that's because they don't listen to each other are they too busy in fighting they're too busy too much in fighting that too that yeah too. So, with, with, with him speaking on this whole, the murderer, Rittenhouse, because I'm going to say exactly what it is. He was a murderer, and he is a murderer. I don't care what they didn't charge him with. He can't get away from the fact that he did kill two people and shot a third person. Um, I, you know, Lauren... I, I, I'm not the... I'm, I'm not the on the... I told you so, I told you so. But when he did them fake crocodile tears... On, and after they had already given him an acting class and woo woo woo, even though it's still not a tear was shed, I, a part of me knew that, that he was going to get off. And watching who the judge was in this case, Rob Schroeder, who had been the judge in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in that courtroom for so many years and in a position, and I watched him clearly during the trial lose his train of thought three times that I saw. Three times and while trying to reprimand the prosecutor publicly. This was the first time he had allowed cameras in his courtroom. So he had an audience to play for. And I watched him lose his train of thought and then got frustrated with the prosecutor because he lost his train of thought. 
I knew then it was like he was the great uncle of this of this killer. He was like the great. He had a hand in in this. So I don't know whether it's for book sales afterwards, if he's going to write a book, if he's going to retire off of this. I don't know what it was, but there was so many. The 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 deck the the deck was stacked already for Rittenhouse to get off. In my opinion, this is my opinion. This is my sh- this is our show. So I I just I don't know. I I personally think that they need to go back into that judge's history of all the cases that he had because I just didn't think that he was fair. That this is what I saw. Well, well, I'll say this. Um, I don't think, at least I'm not surprised. I'm not going to speak for, you know, the masses, but I was not surprised about this verdict. And I will say a couple of things. There was the, the defense did a great job of like putting out different misperceptions and misinformation just about the case in general. So I feel like the public wasn't, they didn't really, we didn't really have all the facts, even down to. It wasn't until, you know, right before the verdict came down that I knew that Kyle Rittenhouse didn't take this, for instance, this AR-15 across state lines. There was just a lot of information, I feel like, that was, you know, revolving around this case to start with that was kind of gave a plus to the defense. In addition to that, the judge, was it a murder trial? They were singing in the courtroom and everything else. The judge made it very clear that he didn't support the crimes that were, or the charges that were against Kyle Rittenhouse. Because the one charge that was beyond, with like beyond a doubt, was that was he a minor with an AR-15? He dismissed that charge. That was the one charge. If you were going to get him on anything, it was it was going to be that charge. He dismissed it. Yeah. So there was no way that you could just convict Kyle beyond a reasonable doubt. He he set it up so that way it didn't work that way. And to your point about the judge, I'm sure his pockets are lined with somebody. He might have stock in the prison system. He might have somebody paying for contributions to a possible campaign. There's always something happening behind the scenes when it comes to these white men that are in these lifetime appointments that have no business being there. I'm sure there's more to the story. Yeah. But is, is he going to be invested? Probably not. So. It, it that is a clear reminder of what our, our candidate here on on Laugh and Learn, Allison Lewis, would talk about voting at state and local government levels because it makes a difference. This man has been in this position for such a long time. It is, it, you know, Lauren. But and then look, Lauren, when, when, what happened with that case, the outcome of that case, and even though Cal Rittenhouse didn't kill anybody that looks like us. Now look what happened. A man came barreling through a damn parade in his van yesterday, just driving through, just running over kids and everybody. Was that retaliation? And this was a brother. Come to find out that he was a black man. So do you think that that do you think that that trial of Rittenhouse getting not guilty on all counts? has opened up a Pandora's box of we can do what the hell we want to do and there will be no consequences behind it. Well, what's different? How is that different than what's happened since America started? White people have been getting away with crime since the beginning of time in this country. That's nothing different. Yeah. (laughs) If you think about it from a perspective of if you compare Kyle Rittenhouse to a Trayvon Martin, 
if we compare Kyle Rittenhouse to an Elijah McClain, whose family also just won a $15 million settlement, very happy for them. But if we compare Kyle Rittenhouse to all of these unarmed black boys that have been shot and killed, hell, Dylan Roof's ass is still alive and kicking. Yes, he might be in jail, but he hasn't been placed on death row, and he killed nine black people. I'm just saying. After they prayed with him for 40 minutes. Thank you. I'm just saying the system is very clear on who it supports and who it doesn't. Here and Afghans were shocked or surprised about this verdict is very baffling to me. I don't understand how anybody in their right mind could really think that Powell Rittenhouse was going to get off based on what you saw with his murder trial. Kyle Rittenhouse got off because of his his skin color, the judge, and his bad acting, because that was some bad acting, even when he turned to look at the judge for approval to make sure, am I doing it right? Because there was not one tear on. Good, it was as bad as me auditioning for that. Listen to me, child. You know that. You look. <laughs> <laughs> I I was terrible. He was worse than me, but he got, look, he got the part. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's scary though, Lauren, because I have a, I have a son the same age as Rittenhouse, you know, and if the tables were turned and my black son was in the same position, I know for a fact that my, even with money turned in with, with the same attorney, my, the outcome would not have been the same. He would have, first of all, your son would be under the jail. Honestly, he wouldn't have made it probably to even being arrested. They would have shot him. Yeah. I, I can, I honestly believe that. Side. Yeah. That's exactly what would have happened. So let's not, I'm just saying. And I hate the way I they tried to flip it. I hate the way they tried to flip it, Lauren, to go into, you know, why do they go into the past of the victims? You know, you want to go into the victim's past where he was this and he was that. Kyle Rittenhouse didn't know who those people were when he shot them. He didn't know their past. He didn't know their history. And this is why I say, too, in terms of the narratives that were built around this case for for public, like, you know, they painted this uh, narrative that two of the people that, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse killed were criminals. One of them was a sex offender. Come to find out that was not true. There were a lot of narratives that were utilized for this case that ended up being, you know, pluses for the defense. There were. And a lot of the truth didn't come out until after the verdicts were read for him. So the defense did their job. In some ways, the media probably helped the defense. Little did they know, because it seems like the defense in a very strategic way were able to utilize you know the media to their advantage so it's the facts of life you know so i don't know if you want to bring in some other claimants of course uh, i do you know know, i want to bring somebody in to talk with my lauren hogan you know they want to see low they you know they want to see low v i'm I'm gonna bring in sisters i'm bringing in sister soldier baby herself dawn The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. 
Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you, let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of six million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses. Helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 million black businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey, Dawn. Hey, my Lauren. How are you? I'm so <laughs> glad you're back, Flame. Oh, I'm you. glad you're back as well. Thank you, Dawn. I want to know, and I didn't hear this. Lauren, you might want to know. You might know. Was Kyle Rittenhouse um, dismissed without prejudice? Meaning, can they try him again or can I try him again? I don't think that they can try him again. I got to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that they can't try him again. So, which means that um, they were, of course, the the uh, the prosecutor can appeal right they can appeal the decision can't they no i think that the prosecution has to bring up new charges or find new evidence if they wanted to charge him with something else okay do you think they can get him on a fair charge from traveling state to state with uh what what a uh is what what a uh weapon 
I don't think that the feds are going to, or the DOJ, I should say, that's the only, that's where they're not going to, because the president the is going to go after him for this. Yeah, the president, surely, you know, he didn't make a stance about it, you know. Oh, you no, know. he did. He said the jury system works. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But said. remember, this is the same president that we have that uh, was very instrumental in the 90s crime bill. I'm just Exactly. Saying. No, exactly. So, that, that's very true. Very, very true. I'm just saying, Lauren Flame. No, no, no. You you making me reevaluate who who I voted for, Dawn. And 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 I and I know for a fact that the reason I was I, because Joe Biden was never my pick either. But I was so gung ho on Biden because I just didn't want any more Trump, and that's what it was. I allowed. I, I, I totally agree. With I allowed you know, that bad but, bad past to not to 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 smoke screen who I was voting for for real. Because there was no other option. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll say that. I'll True. say this too. I would never, I'm not going to say that I would go back and change my vote. I would never vote for Trump. Yeah. Biden right. was definitely the lesser of the two evils. But Biden was also not my pick either. I wanted Elizabeth Warren to be president. Right. But here we are. And I mean, it's unfortunate that we see this. And I'm, I'm so upset that there is a black woman that's attached to joe biden now mind you i know kamala was also responsible for putting a lot of black folks in jail in california too so let's you can call a spade but, a spade here and be honest but, i'm sorry lauren is she black today or is she a woman of color today oh call it dawn call it she black when she when she need the aka's to step with the pearls in the chuck is she black today or is she a woman of color well, i'm just asking for well i'll say this i don't I personally don't feel like we should split that hair. And I only say this because I look at somebody's actions, not what's said. Mm -hmm. And for the inauguration, say what you want about her. If she has some flaws, has her track record been a little messed up? Absolutely. But she still had the drumline from Howard University show up on national television and get their recognition at her inauguration when she was inducted to be the vice president. So... Her actions are showing that she supports black excellence. So I'm not going to take that away from her. Okay. So, okay. but, but when, I, feel, I, I don't think, I don't feel like we should split that hair because. Okay. I understand. That's, that's my opinion. Uh, and I'm, but I'm a split because. Okay. You, 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 know, <laughs> you know, we, have a, we, we got a difference of opinion on that one because <laughs> as a prosecutor, she, I have lawyers in my family and they told me last week, oh, he's getting off. And I'm thinking, oh, no, he's not. They say, yes, he is. And I was like, wow. You know, it, but like we've been saying all along, we have to start at the local level voting. We need to start going to city council meetings and, and county meetings to see what they're doing, how they're representing us. It's time for that good old boy system to be dead. See, when you they start, they're raising them young. When somebody's a lawyer, he becomes the DA. Then he becomes the judge. Then he puts his son and or daughter or, or nephew. They're gonna have their, they line themselves up to be in power. We don't, we don't do that. And that's why they can stay in power and make the decisions against us. But we gotta start at the local level. Vote move bill is out. Well, I'll say this too, Don. I think that we, if we're going to look at that, we have to, do, do I agree that we should all vote? Absolutely. But I'll just say this. 
white people have done a damn good job of making sure that we lack educational resources mm-hmm. and lack understanding of how government works. They've done a damn good job. And even right. if you look at something like generational wealth, right? I'm thinking of something like the Tulsa race riots that happened in 1921. Right. There was a gentleman who had the largest, most successful hotel that would put mm-hmm. Marriott and Hilton That's right. and everything else to shame. Right. And That's right. had a son was gonna we, we knew what generational wealth was right. in those right. times. But right. white people have done such a great job of erasing history and changing narratives that us today don't know our history and what we were capable of doing. We only and, think that we're able to do poverty level type stuff. And, and and because we allowed them because all them coloreds they got in the Senate and 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 con in, in the house, they can if they wouldn't so worried about getting their pockets lined, they can make a, a huge impact because we all know we're very strong in numbers. We are very strong in numbers, but because they so they they don't want to train the next person to take their place. They don't want to stick up for us. So why are you still there? You are useless as a tit on a bullhorn. Why are you still there? Mm-hmm. You're useless. Every one of them in Congress, anyone that's supposed to be representing us. You're useless because you're not doing anything. So that's why the white people can still get away with what they're getting away from. And they've created an environment for us where we're crabs in a barrel, where we're always fighting each other. Yeah. Right. What it is. We have to right. look at the root causes of things. I feel like some people have the perspective of, I'm just looking for more of an aerial view of this is what's happening now. We got to look at root causes of things in order for us to actually move forward. And I think that's sometimes the problem that we have as a community. We right. just don't know what happened in our history but 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 lauren at what at what point do we stop what at what point do we need okay now look we need to just stop this at what point do we get together because we can this is the reason why they don't want us in nothing because but to entertain them you know (laughs) do do media or worker stuff like like we used to do that our grandparents and great-grandparents you know used to that's why they want us there because they don't they know how smart we are and they mm-hmm. can't get nothing done without us so at, at what point when black people we're gonna we got to say look now uh, damn it enough is enough we need to, i agree you, you know I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking and you know just you know just asking when were we gonna stop when are we gonna stop it well honestly that's a decision as a community that we need to make because like mm-hmm. you said we actually can when we unite and we become a force, we are one hell of a force to reckon with. Right. But until we as a community can get on the same page, nothing's going to get done. Yeah, because let's look at the whole Black Lives Matter movement. The Black Lives Matter movement is a very positive movement. And in the midst of the Black Lives Matter movement, we had all this side swiping with the trans lives movement. But now they all dead silence. We just saw an outcome. And I'm waiting for this Ahmaud Arbery outcome. I'm waiting for the outcome of the Ahmaud Arbery. Because every... I don't know the outcome of this one. For when I see the prosecutors doing a pretty good job, and I think the, I think that the son pretty much openly admitted to, yeah, we 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 fucked up. The son kind of just like said it, yeah. 
but that I, because what I heard and what we saw don't mean what they're going to see and hear. So, you know, everybody is so quiet now. I hate the infighting that we have as a black community, but the divide and conquer has always worked. And they're going to keep, like like Lauren said, splitting hairs. They keep dividing us where we can't get together on one accord. You know, we should be all together as black people right now. Even though we have trans black people and gay black people and this kind of black people. Right now, the injustices are against black people. It has nothing to do with any of the sad, sad, sad stuff. But they all quiet right now until it's something that they want to jump in on to petty to, to piggyback off of. Right. I, I, am, I, I think it's so unfortunate that a bill was signed last Wednesday or Thursday to protect the Asians again. And still nothing for us. And still nothing for us. Asians are model immigrants and they are the poster children of what potential immigrants and people in this country can be we we know that that's mm-hmm. not a surprise don but i know oh no i'm not i know but i'm, I'm just that was sarcasm by the way don it was sarcasm okay but you know how they just so carelessly uh just slipped that in last week without making a big fanfare about it they made a big fanfare about the infrastructure and that's great but what about who puts your ass in office that's my point so I, I agree with you. And Lauren, you, you you may not agree with me on this one, Lauren, because when I say this, I think about you all the time. When we have to vote again in 2022 and 2024, I feel that black people are going to do one or two things. We probably will vote on the, on the local and state level, but we're going to either not vote for the feds or for those who can vote Republican. For those who can. Because, see, I can't because my money don't work for me. I still got to work for my money. So those <laughs> for those that can let their money work for them. Because I don't know about that one, Dawn. I don't know if I'm going to switch my party right now. Okay. 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 I'm telling party. you, black people are not going to go vote. I think, well, I hope, I, when I'll just say this, I hope that we all still go out and vote because that's if we've learned anything over on the almost what year maybe that Biden's been in office is that white people don't want us to vote. They have created all these voting bills from uh, Georgia to Texas. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make us not vote because they know how important our vote is. So anybody that's talking about, I'm going to hold my vote in this next election, please don't do that. I no, we're going to vote in the, in the local and the state. We'll vote in the local and the state. It's federal. They're not going to vote for to vote down the ticket. And I, this is what I, I agree. see happening, Dawn, is that people are going to stop looking at it from a party perspective. And people are just going to vote for who they want to vote for. Because I'm mm-hmm. almost on the edge of doing that myself. Is just saying, who is the better candidate? Who actually has my best interest? And stop looking at, okay, this is a Democrat versus a Republican. Because oh. that's what's going to have to end up happening. Well, I don't, now personally, I don't never just hit one button. I go through each person, mm-hmm. you know, and try to, you know, I try to read on each person before I go and vote to know who I'm voting for, even though they're running unopposed. Because if you need something from someone, some you know, in the community, you know who to go to. But mm, I don't know. This is this is not looking good. This is not looking good. Well I think that we're probably gonna lose a lot of the majorities. I've seen I've seen so many different polls. You know, Nancy Pelosi took a poll and said that the Republicans are not doing well, you know, for the upcoming election in twenty twenty two. And I've seen other polls that have said the complete opposite. We're only going to know once the actual votes are tallied. Mm-hmm. Or they, we, get, we get past the cheating scandal. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll just say this because I kind of want to circle back to to what Don was saying in terms of, you know, there's a lot of black people not getting on one accord and we're fighting each other. Mm -hmm. I just want us to sometimes take a moment and realize that there's been so much done in this country to make sure that we remain what society wants us to be as a suppressed group of people. They have done a lot. Anytime we've gotten a leader that could really organize and rally people, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, Fred Hampton, anybody that's really been able to organize and galvanize black people to be on one accord and help. Fred, Fred Hampton was creating rainbow coalitions. Right. What did the government do? They killed everybody. So I also want us to understand sometimes that as a people, I think we're really tired. We've been fighting for a long time. Right. For a very, very long time. So instead of us coming from a perspective of wanting to belittle and talk badly about our community, please understand all the trauma that we've been through for a long time. And sometimes we may need a break. We may not be on one accord, but at the end of the day, as long as we're always working towards something, I feel like it's a little bit of progress for us, but let's not be so quick to belittle us. Yeah. Because okay. a lot of us are tired. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. What you said that last point, a lot of us is tired. are tired. Yeah. Yeah. The black community is tired. We've been fighting for a long time. Yeah. Dude, through 400 years, we encroaching on 500. We've yeah. been fighting for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just unfortunate. It, it's just. It's. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. WP at his best. At his best. I need to get a shirt that says WP at his best. My privilege. Well, th thank it's you, Miss Dawn, for coming in and giving us the deal. We're going to bring Allison in so Allison can hit us All with right. some knowledge. Thank you, Dawn. Y'all make sure y'all follow Dawn at Texas Star 42. Woo, Jesus. What we going to do? What we going to do, Lord? What we going to do? What else going to do? Uh, hey, how are you? Hello, Allison. Hey. Hello, everybody. So I know we were talking about um, the trial and uh, white privilege at its best again. And I did uh, hear about, you know, black people really coming together and really making some moves. And to go back to the Kyle Rittenhouse case, it's the good boy system. The judge, the judge was the friend, the defendant, the defense attorney was a friend, the prosecutor. They were all friends. And what we need to do as black, we need to encourage our children to become lawyers. And so, therefore, once they become lawyers, they begin to run for these seats because that judge ran on a post four times. Four times. That judge didn't have any opponent. And so we got to stop allowing these people to just stay in the seat, stay in the seat, and stay in these seats. We have to get up and run. No, you may not win the first time. No, you may not win. But at least you're out there. At least you're putting your ideas out there. And people know, hey, these people are on our tails. So we have to have an understanding of where are we going with this? And that's the issue with the Democrats. We don't know what we want. We don't know hardly where we're going. And we don't like to listen to each other. We have to do that. We have to be leaders that listen and execute. That is what it's about. Listening and executing for the people in which you're choosing to serve. I agree. I, that's why I love my Nancy. You know, that's why I'm, I'm team Nancy. Don't say, oh, Lauren, you better not say a word. <laughs> Listen, I I agree with you. Nancy Pelosi's done a lot of things that I've given her some brownie points for. But as 
the majority leader in the house, I'd be looking at her sideways sometimes. You, mm -hmm. we, you brought it up. Why hasn't the anti-lynching bill passed through the house yet? Mm -hmm. Why? I'm just saying, I get you love Nancy. I like Nancy too. I think she's done a lot of things that have, you know, have been great. Has even given me a chuckle when she ripped up Trump's State of the Union speech. But if we, if you gonna hold Joe Biden accountable, mm -hmm. Clay, you need to hold Nancy Pelosi accountable too. I'm so sorry. Oh, I oh look oh I'm devastated. I'm I'm just saying, if we gonna hold people accountable, she has she has a nice amount of power. And it's probably going to run out in 2022. She could have utilized that mm -hmm. power to make real change. She got that Asian bill passed. She sure did. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Get me. Uh, look, I'm get me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ha I mean, we, 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 we're at a point where we could. The thing about it is, and how it's going to be looked at in 2022 is this. We had to, and we didn't. We had the power and we didn't use it. And that, that is where a lot of people, you, you're going to have a, a lot of deterrent. A lot of us is not, not going to vote at all. And it's sad. It's sad to even even hear that, you know, to even have to say that. But that's so, what's going to be the reality. That is going to be the reality because you're not going to convince these young people anymore. Mm -mm. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's young people. Okay. I think young people, especially this newer generation that's all about diversity and inclusion and identifying what you truly feel and your spirit, I think those millennials are going to be the ones that vote. It's going to be people more so in my age demographic, like the right. 25 to the 55 year olds. Those are going to be the folks so that so you so you so we're not voting. young people, Lauren. So we're not young people. I didn't say we're, we're not young. young people. I said my age demo. I didn't say we were okay. young. I'm just saying those those kids that are 17 about to turn 18 and between those 18 and okay. 21 year olds those mm -hmm. are going to be the folks that actually come out and vote they were the biggest yeah. voting demographic in the last election it was them if they beat the baby boomers right so i don't think it's them i think it's going to be our age group that's like nah i don't really need to vote i'm not worried about this it's going to be them and that's the sad part but i feel mm -hmm. like birds have energy i am i very much so believe that so I don't want to put yeah. that negativity out there. I hope that's not the case. I hope everybody goes. Me, me, yeah, me either. Yeah. Let me ask you both ladies a question. With this, with the outcome of Ahmaud Arbery, if these men are convicted, uh, I don't even know what the charges would actually be because that's Brunswick, Georgia. Um, do you think that um, if they get off, let me say this, if they, do you think that there will be civil unrest in the street? Of course. If, yeah, if Ahmad Arbery, if Travis McMichael, uh, Roddy, whatever his name is, if all three of those men are acquitted of all it's gonna nine be hell. charges, of all nine it's gonna charges, be hell. it's going to be a problem. There's, you talk, it's going to be a whole problem. But, but do you, you think... But do you think that the, the judge Schroeder and that that jury getting letting Rittenhouse out will make people afraid to protest in the streets because down they'll feel like, oh, no. other people can come from the side and protest with their guns, or do you think that they will go out and protest now with their own weapons as well? They go, they're so, going out with their own weapons as well and won't give a damn. And it's not going to affect that flame. They were protesting. There were protests happening right after the verdict came down when he was acquitted. There were plenty of protests happening around the globe. 
So I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to affect it. What I think is going to be different now, people are going to feel like they have a right to bear arms. If you shoot me, people going to start shooting back. Yeah. Shoot and back. that that is and you know Lauren, as much as I talk my gangster talk, that's my fear because do you know how many innocent people will probably probably be killed because of that that philosophy there i'm gonna shoot you back i'm gonna shoot you as opposed to we want to do a peaceful protest we want to come out there and protest with no weapons but now you can give a green light to say somebody can drive illegally underage from another state for two hours and come and say oh i'm protecting a business that you had no vested interest in you say you were a damn junior emt you didn't even have a damn first aid kit you had some galls what were you gonna do blow their damn nose I am mortified to think of what this country is headed to, the way this country is headed. I'm going to pack my shit. Let me just say it. Well, since you already kind of opened the door, I guess we can kind of fully segue fully into this Ahmaud Arbery case. Come on. I will just say this. I will say this. The testimony that I've seen, and I will say that I think the prosecutor is doing a great job, especially, uh, what's her name? Linda... Uh, what is her name? Linda... It's not the fact it, it's, that getting, she basically got Travis McMichael to admit that he was just running. That's all he was doing. I think that the level of overt racism that the defense is exuding in this particular case mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is, it's sad to say that it's baffling, but I am baffled. This woman, one of the defense attorneys today, talked about Ahmaud Arbery's toes being long and dirty. Dirty. Yep, sure did. How dare you? And wanted to create a narrative about if he's going into trespassing into one house, there's young, you know, young women that live in houses next to him. He can go in there. Way to tap into birth of a nation context. Okay. I think that if racism is the reason why these men are acquitted, oh, it's going to be hell. It's going to be a problem. I hate that they always use the narrative of black men. I I honestly think it's going to be I, I I I hope so, Allison. I, I from what I see from the outside looking in, it looks like that. It's just I just have no faith in the judicial system right now. But I hate that they use that narrative that all black men want to, or they want to rape white women. They want to rape white, but you don't need to rape a white woman. You just need to be a professional athlete. You don't need to rape a white woman. She gonna give it to you. Shit. And just like they just had the case, they just had the case where the guy, the, the black athlete beat the white girl, beat her ass too. But then they ain't talking about the white athlete that beat the black girl. Or what about the young right. that raped someone and got off on it? Yeah, they, okay, yeah, he just got off. Just got right. off. 17 year old. Well, no, she wasn't 17. He raped like four of them, right? Four girls. Yeah, and he was like—I think he was 18—and got got acquitted. He got probation. So I'm—I'm I'm just saying, I—I I know that there's only like I think like one black person who's a juror. I do—I will say that this judge in the Ahmad Arbery case—he's been doing a good job because the defense has tried to talk mm-hmm. about Jesse Jackson being in the room and Al Sharpton and the defense is screaming, "We don't need any more black pastors." The judge has been very fair, I think, so far in terms of. And and isn't that all we really want, Lauren? Isn't that what we really want as black people in this country? We just want it fair, equality. That isn't that all we've been fighting for for four hundred plus years. We have that's it. But I'm biased. I'm biased. I'm biased. 
but I, I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the on the banner for we have a. There are a lot of black attorneys out there. Listen, we can't be a lawyers forever. Listen, let's let's move on up. Let's become the state attorney. Let's become the district attorney. Let's 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 become the attorney general. Let's become the judge, right? Let's do it. You have to put yourself out there in order. If we don't have people around the table who understand our issues, we won't have solutions to these problems. And if you have a slew of black people as judges, and you have and you have them as prosecutors, and you have them as defense attorneys, come on, some things some things will change. And that, and that is just my belief. You know, maybe you can cause people can call me crazy, but I just believe if you have a lot of us, Lauren, that's our age, that put our feet to the fire and start running for these positions and applying for these positions and getting in these positions, some things will change. I agree with you, Allison. I just think that it's unfortunate too, because even trying to get there, the deck is stacked against you, like Flame was saying. Because you know, how are, yeah. how are these young, you know, how are these young folks going to pay for law school? They got to take out all these loans. They got we're putting people in debt. It's just, it's a process of we're just gonna have to really figure out how to help us. That's the only yeah. that's thing we're gonna be able to do. Because even to get our people to these positions where they can really make these decisions in these, you know, government and you know, in these lawyers places or spaces, it's gonna take a lot. You know, a young black kid is gonna pay for law school. You know what it's gonna take. It, who y'all y'all gonna like me for this but the other people ain't we need it's it's black women you know you don't want to give this you don't want to bow down and kiss the feet of these black women but black women stacy abrams and so many others are the fucking backbone and the the monsters that's standing behind it and the giants that's making decisions and you keep giving them a hard time not because they're just black but because they are women that is so terrible about this country and the reason Stacey Abrams is not in Kamala Harris's position it's not because she couldn't do the work or do the job even better it's because of optics and it's fucked up You know, we we so visual. She don't look like what we, she don't look like a president. Well, what does a president look like? Did Trump look like a president? Honestly. <laughs> well, I'll just uh, I agree with you on that front, Flame. Uh, if we gonna take it back, black as Malcolm X said, black women are the most disrespectful women in, in America. We know that. So you know, underappreciated and so underappreciated. Far. But you are right. We win elections. We, you know, bring people together. We do. But again, if, and this goes on to the crabs in the barrel thing, if we can't get some of our own black men to respect us, mm -hmm. how are we going to expect these white women and white men to respect us? Because they look with Hillary. Look, even at Hillary. Hillary. A lot of them didn't like Hillary because they didn't like Hillary. But Hillary was, they looked at Hillary as she's a woman. Also very corrupt though. She got a lot of just unexpected karma back on her. You know what I mean? But that's another conversation. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hillary learned from a powerful black woman named Coretta Scott King. Sit by the sidelines, stand by your man, and shut the hell up. Black women still been gang. Coretta was gangster. She ain't say nothing. She knew Martin was woo. Papa was a Rolling Stone. She just laid low and quiet and, you know, people follow suit behind that. I make that as a joke all the time, but that's the truth. So many people take from black women. 
so many people take from black the knowledge and the the tenacity of black women but then don't acknowledge and respect them i am team black woman i always have been y'all know that and it, it bothers me you know that you we could be so much further along even with black men adhering and respecting black women when you're not in a position of power to do it or you just don't want to do it and there is a black woman that wants to do it acknowledge her respect her thank her you know, but we don't, that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. Yep. Well, Woo. thank you, Allison. Thank you, Allison, my darling. Y'all make sure y'all follow us, Allison Lewis. Allison Lewis is very knowledgeable. She's a black, she's a black historian, honey. She can teach you some things about your history that you don't know Nathan about. I gotta make the request because my good sword put something in the comments earlier about why people keep bringing up AKAs. So please bring in TT Jan to close us out because we are almost at time. Mm-hmm. I just gotta hear my sword's thoughts real quick. I'm gonna oh, learn. Speaking of which, when she comes in here today is my uh, my anniversary. I am I turned six today. So you've been an AKA for six years. Yes, I have. Girl, you don't look a day over five. You don't look a day over five. I don't even see it. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't too. see. I where's Jan at? Come in, Jan. Send me a request because I don't see you. You know, I'm not on my regular phone. I'm on my other phone. Um. Yeah, I'll just say this uh, while we're waiting for TC Jan. Come on, TC Jan. You saying congratulations? I want to talk to you. Um. I don't know where we go from here. I think that this trial is going to um, be almost like a, and I know some people, I'll just say this. I know some people have an issue with Sean King and some of his rhetoric and whatever, but I do like, uh, he, he, he puts the truth out there in a lot of ways, I feel, but I know some people have a problem with him, but he made a comparison today, which makes a lot of sense is that this case is almost, um, comparable to Emmett Till, and in, and in truth, it almost is. The Ahmad Aubrey case. When, yeah, when he said that, it really registered with me because if you think about it, Emmett Till was murdered by a group of white men. There was really no dispute that these white men murdered this young black boy because simply of the way that he looked. Mm-hmm. It's the same situation as the Ahmad Aubrey case. They murdered this black boy because they didn't like the way that he looked. Right. And there's really a discussion around, well, was it justifiable that they murdered him because of the way he looked? Right. That's what it's coming down to. Hey, you. Congratulations, and I've missed you as well. Thank um, you. I, I'll tell you, it, you know, it's hard for me to get sold on, yeah, I'm up with the people, but every chance we get, we find a way to gut a black woman. Now, don't tell me you don't know that Joe belongs to a lot of groups, but we never mention those groups. But every conversation about Kamala, we talk about her being an AKA. Learn your history. We are the first minority sorority. If you think I'm going to apologize for having the grace and the money, I will not. And if they call me to give some more money, I will. Cut it out. Cut it out. 
Cut it out. It's an ugly look. Cut it out. There are a lot of Greek on this line. There are a lot of male Greeks on this line. Why do we keep gutting out women for our accomplishments? Yeah. She did what she wanted to do. It ain't got nothing to do with her professionally. Now, she made some smart moves because her line sisters insulated her and pushed. But don't get mad. Get happy. She be like, go to church. Be a part of the church group. Go to the same book club. Be a part. Be proud of your book club. Cut it out with gunning for the organizations we belong to. You ain't saying nothing about Joe. Then we hold her to a higher standard. Well, you know, because she need to go back to the AKAs. She can't never believe the AKAs. We're always here for her, whether we agree with what she says or not. I'm happy to have over 300,000 sorors. Do you hear me? Sometimes I even extend myself because there's a sorrow in front of me. She don't know I'm a sorrow. I see it on her car and I say, go on over. But what I have learned is before I just go around saying, yeah, I'm an AKA, I'm here to uplift any black woman. Stacy is a Delta. You ain't throwing her under the bus for what she pledged in college. Cut it out. And I just got to jump in here and say, too, thank you, T.T. Jan. I just think that it's unfortunate that, to your point, that when we, we're already disrespected. We've already established that. Enough. But we are not allowed to have any flaws, make mistakes. We are held to such a higher standard, especially being black women in this country. It's crazy that we're always going to be held to a higher standard. It's, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, on the flip side of that, it's what makes us the best. Yes, yes. It does. That, and any of my line sisters are in distress, for instance, I just went right. through a tragedy. My line sisters rallied around me. They didn't send me no flowers. They right. said, go decompress at a spa. We're gonna send you something that's right. actually make you feel better. You know what I mean? Right. We rally around each other, we support each other, and that's the beauty of being black women. And if you don't want to pledge, don't pledge. There are other groups that will pull the best out of you. But quit knocking me for what I did. Quit not bringing up the fact that she's an AKA. Like it's a negative thing. It's not. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. And if you don't want to pledge, that's perfectly fine too. I got no beef with that. Because if a black woman calls me and says that she needs me, then I'm going to step in and do what I can. I didn't, I've never asked Allison if she was Greek, but I was there for Allison, not with lip service. And I didn't have to start every conversation. You know, I love my people. I got on the phone. I said, what can I do? I got a, I got a blackout line in my office. I can make phone calls. That's what I'm about. Put your, put your action where your mouth is. That's what I say. Period. Yeah, so that's it for me. A blessed <laughs> Thanksgiving for everybody. Continue prayers. You know that that that's my beat. That that's that I'm on. You know I'm on one today. Leave my sorority alone. But, mm-hmm. No, I pre- I knew we needed to close out with you because I saw you in the comments. I said, yeah. oh, this is gonna be a great way to close the show. I can't so, see. I can't see none of the comments. It keeps. Oh, I can. I can. Don't worry about it. You know, it it keeps happening. You know, 
would she need to go back and be with that case? This woman is a professional woman. Do you not believe that she belongs to a lot of professional groups along her profession? Why are you going back to college? She has those sisters well. And that's too also my point, TC Jan, when I said I don't like splitting that hair of woman of color versus mm -mm. her being black. Nope. I don't support that. Nope. I don't. Because I'm when it came time it. to show support for the AKAs, for her alma mater being in a historically black college, it's not number one like Spellman, but still. Right. She but, made sure right. that those examples of black excellence were loud and proud on national television for everybody for to everyone. see. And it was a learning so, moment for everyone that yeah. knew really nothing about us past our community. It Thank was you. a moment to educate yourself, not to yes. be around with it. Yeah. Thank you. So, you know, so I love you guys more. Thank you, Jan. Thank you so much for oh your info input. Appreciate you. Okay. Uh, Jan just said the words, honey. She. <coughs> oh, excuse me. She. Uh, she. Um, what we we learning or teaching or something? I don't know what she just said. I start coughing and had a damn fit. But Lauren, I love when you ladies get the you sorority women because I'm not a sorority sister. I didn't even go to college. I was I went to the dorm, but I wasn't learning. I was teaching. Eee! That was in my youth. Um, I love to see the the the, the woman's empowerment. I, I because to me, if more young sisters and brothers actually saw women come together, black women come together strong, standing together, not all the the, the housewives of the shows and the bees and the this and the that and the drinking wine and who got the designer shoes in the biggest house, but actually lifting each other. I think that's what will help us grow as a society. And people don't see that because that's not what society wants to see. Apparently, according to the media, they want to see the negativity. So when we get a chance to push out the positivity, to me, I'm sitting here quietly listening and smiling on the inside because I'm like, yes, talk about it. And GTT Jan is my age and you are 25. And it, I see this sister love that has to do with a mutual respect because yet we are part of the same society but we see each other i see my my elder sister and i see my baby sister and we're learning and teaching each other that is what it's about but i'm sorry i maybe maybe i'm too old maybe i'm too old no it's not that you're too old flame i'll just say this and and i'm not doing it to offend anybody but if we look at examples, if we just talk about people not caring about black women, we've already said, you know, black women most disrespected, but we have examples to back up these statements. If we look at it in the media, when Gabby Petito went missing, oh, it was national coverage, national freaking news. This white woman has gone missing. She's young. This is crazy. Even in the trans community, I feel like, you know, some of, you know, the trans community is really getting some recognition right now with, you know, everything that's happening. But the trans community is talking about how there were 47, I think it's 49 maybe now, how a trans woman of color has been murdered. Well, let's look at it from this angle. In the past two years, there's over 96,000 young black women and girls that have gone missing. Ain't no national news stories about that. Because nobody cares. They yeah. don't. Th that is, that is it in a nutshell. People truly just don't care anymore. There's no comparison to the trauma, grief, and just lack of empathy 
that goes towards young black women in this country. So, like T.T. Jan said, cut it out. Knock it the hell off. Celebrate each other. When we have opportunities to celebrate each other, let us do that. Yeah. Let us do it. Yeah. Stop and stop making it a negative thing. Stop it. So. Wow. Anyway, that's my. That's my. I um. Uh, I I appreciate you. I missed you. Um, I missed me, but I missed you uh, being part of the show, and um, we know we knew what was going on. I we um, we're here for you, Lauren. I hope you felt all the love and the prayers and the and the pushes and everybody just you know there by your side. Um, it's, it, it's such it's just it's just life. It's like and it, it is life, and I love that you are equipped for life because of that woman. Because of that woman, a lot of people are not built and equipped because their parents didn't equip them. So with, with all that Miss Marsha was and who she is and was to so many different people, she equipped you. She she got you ready, which is so important for women to get their daughters especially ready for life because life is going to happen whether you want it to or not. You know, and that same thing with fathers and sons. You have to equip your child to know that life is still going to happen. So uh, we're glad to have you back. I could not do this show without you. I've definitely missed you. Uh, my man was frazzled because of all I had going on as well. But I'm glad you're back. And I'm glad we I got a chance to see this. And um, I miss you too. I know you, Dylan. Let me just say this publicly too. I'll just say this publicly too. I had the best mother in the world. I want everybody to know she was the best mother in the world. There was nobody that she gave me everything I could have ever asked for and more. So, um, yeah, she was the best for sure. Well, I tell you this. I know that the great lady that's in you is is there and she gonna be a sob in a minute because baby she gonna be a, a, a powerhouse i'm glad she liked me though let me just say y'all that again i'm glad the, the, the great <laughs> lauren i um i i just think that i don't know where the world is headed the country is and it's sh it's showing us america is showing us its ass so bad right now and i think people keep forgetting that yep i might have been born black i may have been born a latino or whatever but if i was born in america i'm an american we keep forgetting that we are americans because we keep putting race and money in front of everything power and it's, it's just detrimental and i don't even know what's going to happen for these Young millennials or the, the the children, I'm afraid for the children. But in my lifetime, I don't see it changing. In my lifetime, and I'm 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 past fifty, so I may not even have another fifty years. I don't see it changing. In in fact, it looked like it's we're going backwards real fast too, real fast. Uh, in the words of Teachy Jan, I'm just going to ask everybody that's on this live, keep your head on the swivel, because you just don't know what's going to happen from day to day. People are angry and embittered. And, you know, you you go you might be as simple as going to put some gas in your gas station and something erupts. Pay attention to everything that's going on around you, because not only will they blame you for it, but you will you will go to jail for it or lose your life for it, for something that somebody else did. It is. It, it, I'm exhausted. The man, the he, the she and the we, all three of us tired. Good God, I'm tired of shit. But we thank you guys for joining us because here at Laugh and Learn, we couldn't do this show without you because we can't do what, Lauren, on this page? What? We cannot 
get anybody to change your mind. We can only get you guys to use your mind. And in order to use your mind, you have to have one. We don't persuade you to think think our way. We persuade we persuade you to think your way. See, that's the problem. We don't need you to think like us. We need you to think like you. Hopefully it's logical and hopefully it is common sense because a lot of us is missing common sense. Some of y'all dumb as a box of rocks. Let me just say the shit. Or you say common sense ain't that common. So. Com- common sense. You know, they need to sell it. I need to buy it and sell it because a lot of people. <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. We appreciate you guys. We will see you all. We are all sitting on the edge of our seats waiting for the outcome of not only the Ahmad Arbery uh, trial, but just anything that's happening in life uh i think we need to start sending emails to joe biden because joe biden needs to have be held his feet needs to be held to the fire you owe us and you need to pay us because you will not be a two-term president even if we came out in millions and millions of numbers more than we did they already got it set up for you not to win they're not coming out again for him we are not coming out again for him no we're not, and I'm, and I'm with that, and you know I was with it, but uh, maybe Yang, yeah, Biden, no. But thank you, my Lauren Ho. Thank you, Flame S, for joining us. Please, you make sure you watch this episode, listen to this episode of Laugh and Learn on iHeart, Spotify, Apple, or Amazon, and under the Black Effect Network, which will be out this Wednesday evening. We thank you guys for joining us. We could not do the show without you. I miss you, Lauren Hogan. I'll get a chance to put my arms around you real soon. Okay. I promise. Bye, Flamettes. Thank you, guys. Happy thank oh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holiday. Please enjoy oh, yeah, yourself. Don't you overeat. Ooh. <laughs> and if you go to somebody's house who can't cook, it's okay to tell them I'm not eating that. That is terrible. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, better than that. Show up with some McDonald's. If you know they can't cook, just show up with some McDonald's. Make it easy. <laughs> thank you, Laura Hogan. Thank you, Flamettes. Bye. Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. 
the hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High the Number Five Casino.com. High Five Casino. <laughs> 